they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you subscribe and share it with your family and your friends. You can also send me an email to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow me on social media, you can do that at mbills314. It's been a minute. Y'all, I had to take a little break. You know what I'm saying? Rejuvenate, get myself together, and I'm back, and I'm ready to hit the ground running. Now, unfortunately, this particular episode has kind of took a turn in what I originally wanted to talk about today. As you all know, the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi Bryant, along with the other passengers, which were players and coaches on Kobe Bryant's daughter's team. We all know the story. They were riding a helicopter and um, was tragically killed. And my condolences, I just want to send out to Vanessa Bryant and her children and Kobe Bryant's parents. And it just was such, such a horrific event, you know, last Sunday, you know. And last Sunday, I was actually um, had an opportunity to um, bring the word at my church. And at the end of service, one of the members said, you heard Kobe Bryant pass? I, you know, you just finished preaching, so your mind is like, not, hasn't come down yet. So when I heard that Kobe Bryant passed, it really didn't register. And so like hours later, when I was able to just kind of decompress and get home, and it was just, it was sad. It was, it was kind of unbelievable, you know? And this situation actually brought me to a question that I had for the Lord when I first got saved. And it was simply like, why do things like this happen? And how do you witness to people about your goodness when they feel that you don't exist because of things like this happening? And they look at people like a Kobe Bryant, like, you know, he was just really entering the second phase of his career and our life you know this was post retirement he's spending time with his daughter he's training her and you know you were seeing him at the games we're seeing him just you know we just start to see him evolve into this mature man that we've all grown to um who we've all watched growing up you know from 17 up until now um and it was just hard and I just was like Lord how do I you know explain these type of things to people to people who really simply don't understand and you really have two different types of people when tragic situations like this happen you have people who feel like it was destined you have people who feel like you know this is part of this this was a part of God's plan for his life and then you have the people who don't feel like this was a part again this was a part of God's plan for his life and just so many just different things man it's just it's so hard to even talk about but I felt the need to really um, just deal with the question that, you know, we all heard the term, you know, why do bad things happen to good people, quote unquote, 
um, or just why do things like this happen? Period. You know, people just really want to know. You know, this is a way that he traveled. You know, all the time. You know, it's like we, well, majority of us, travel in cars. This is how he traveled. He traveled via helicopter to um, fly over the LA traffic. So I just want to encourage you this morning. I just want to encourage you in this episode because you may be thinking the same thing. Like, man, how could something like this happen? And let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 29. And when I first asked God this question years ago, I don't know if I was watching TV or if I was in the church service, but this minister, it was as if God was answering the question through him. And this is a scripture that I've never forgot. And it's in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29. It says, the secret things belong unto the Lord our God. Those things which are revealed unto us and to our children forever. I just want to stop right there. The secret things belong to the Lord. And those things which are revealed belong to us as children. And what is that saying? You know, there's been things that happen in all of our lives that we may not understand. Like, Lord, why did this happen? Or why was this person taken from us so soon? And uh, I know people who I know personally where, you know, they prayed for this person, the person still passed and the person was younger. Just, just so many different things. And this is the answer that God gave me. And I pray that it encourages you and gives you some type of clarity. The secret things belong to the Lord. God, which God simply shared with me that some things that happens is simply just none of our business. Some things are between God and that individual or individuals. And those are things that he says that he does not have to reveal to us as to why it happened all the time. There are some cases where things happen and God will reveal why certain things happen. I've personally witnessed that. It was things that have happened, you know, in my own life. And I wanted to know why did that happen? And he revealed to me why it happened. I know people who have passed away and that person wanted to know, well, why when I prayed for this person and did the things that your word says to do, why did that person still transition? And I know people where God gave them a response and gave them an answer as to why it happened. But those times when we require an answer, God is not obligated to give us an answer if he doesn't see fit. Those things are just secret. Those things are just simply between the Lord and that individual and those individuals. Um, and that's one aspect of it, right? And man, it's just, like I said, stuff like this is always make me, makes me think back to when I first got saved because these were all the questions that I wanted to know. You know, especially as it pertains to death and people leaving here early and on what we feel like is early. And, um, you know, it was just tough. And I think what some people believe about death is that, you know, when it comes, you can't stop it. When it's, you know, everybody has a time, everybody has a date and so forth and so on. And if it's supposed to be at 11 o'clock, so forth. Some people feel like God has like a big, large calendar up there. He just throws a dart on the date. And when the dart hits the date, then, you know, you just transition. But turn to Isaiah 38. And this is a story about Hezekiah that I want to read to you. I think I may have read this before, but I think it's appropriate now for this time. Um, 
I just want to kind of take a deeper look and, you know, I want to get more into, you know, answering the hard questions from scripture, you know, and this is where we get into the meat of God's word. Now, everybody who's listening to this may not be able to digest this word right away, but I want to put it on record so that you can come back to it and you can listen to this and you can go over these scriptures and let God reveal and give you a revelation and understanding of what we're talking about. All right. So Isaiah chapter 38. Let's start at verse one. I will be reading out of the New Living Translation version. You may be reading out of a different translation, but it's all good because we're still going to end up in the same place. Now it says about that time, Hezekiah became deathly ill. And the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to visit him. He gave the king this message. This is what the Lord says. Set your affairs in order, for you are going to die. You will not recover from this illness. Now, who in the world wants to hear something like that when you're sick and you're, you know, you're ill? So basically, this prophet went to Isaiah and he said he had a message from God. And he said, I just want to let you know that you're not going to recover from this illness. Get yourself to get your affairs in order. You're going to die. All right. Verse two, it says, when Hezekiah heard this, turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, O Lord, how I have always been faithful to you and have served you single mindedly, always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept bitterly. Then this message came to Isaiah from the Lord. Go back to Hezekiah and tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of your ancestor David says. I've heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life and I will rescue you and this city from the king of Assyria. Yes, I will defend this city. Wow. So what happened in there? God had the prophet to go to him and tell him that you are going to die. Get your affairs in order. Then the prophet, then Hezekiah, after he heard that word, went to the Lord like, wait a minute. Like, why? I've been serving you. I've been doing these things and so forth. Then God sent the prophet back and said, well, tell him I want to add 15 years to his life. Now, keep in mind, this is the Old Testament. God only spoke to, in the Old Testament, he only spoke to the prophet, the priest, and the king. He wasn't speaking to people individually like he speaks to us now because we have the Holy Spirit, right? So this was a different um, dispensation and a different time. So it comes, this shows me, and there's other stories in scripture like this, that if his date was a certain if he had a certain time to die, right? And there was nothing that can happen for that time. Why would God add 15 years to his life? You see what I'm saying? Like, so it seems that there are things that can happen supernaturally where, and you've heard the story when some of us have this testimony that, you know, I shouldn't have made it out of that. I shouldn't have, you know, I should have been dead sleeping in my grave years ago. I shouldn't have made it out of that situation, but God saw fit and he brought me out of that situation, right? And here we are years later, months later, Dr. Man gave you a diagnosis or said something was going on and here you are still standing today because man doesn't have the final say, right? God has the final say and God does want us to live a long, fulfilling life on this earth. That is God's will. And just like you, I had the same question, you know, like, well, how come that doesn't happen for everybody? Right. Because when I got saved, you know, I had to get a clear understanding of God's character. You know what I'm saying? Because you hear so many different things growing up or you hear things from other people. I wanted to know scripturally 
what is God's character? You know, is God a killer? You know, if I make the wrong move, is God going to kill me? Is he going to kill my children? Like you were here so many different things where it seems like like Satan and God is on the same team. And, just, and that's just simply not scriptural. But there are some people who believe that. And I don't want you believing that because that's a demonic thought. And that is unscriptural. God and Satan are now on the same team. They're, they're working together to fulfill the ultimate goal. Like, no, 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 no. Now, unfortunately, this particular situation was just a freak accident. And it was just a, simply a bad case of judgment. Because I was told and I was reading, a, you know, a couple of different articles that that particular day in L.A. that morning, it was extremely foggy, like milk. It was like, you know, they described it like looking through a glass of milk. And I was told that LAPD and a lot of helicopters were told to stand down to not fly that morning because it was just simply too foggy. So my thought instantly was, well, why would this particular pilot decide I'm just gonna take a chance and I'm just gonna go and do it? Now, of course he was an experienced pilot for 20 years. This was actually a pilot that Kobe Bryant would only let him fly him. You know what I'm saying? Was no other pilot. Kobe would only fly if this pilot would, you know, navigate the uh, helicopter. And it was one of them situations where you know, he thought he cleared the mountain. Uh, they say he's flying too low. It was just so many different things. And sometimes things in our life, and unfortunately, and man, it's so hard. Certain decisions that we make in our lives could cost us our lives. But I believe, according to scripture, that God will always warn us before things can get that extreme right now i don't know if this was a case where they were rushing because i just don't see how you know i just don't want to get into that because i just it's like you get upset and you get angry you know because it's like man were you guys in a rush like you know we don't have to rush you know you ever been rushing and you're trying to get there and you say you know what I, that place will be there when i get there i'm not gonna over rush and we've seen people rush and you know and unfortunate events happen and I have to do that to myself I have to calm down you know what I'm saying it was my bad decision if I'm moving slow and I'm and I'm gonna get there late oh well I don't want to get there late but it's better than rushing and you know when something bad happened and you get a speeding ticket or whatever so I think and know that and I tell my daughter this and my young people at church all the time that pay attention to the inside of you when you're heading somewhere or when you're about to do something no matter how many times you've done it if this particular day something just don't feel right about it don't do it that's God giving you that unction like nah just wait a little minute you know what I'm saying get connected to the word on a whole nother level listen to Macchiato's music and the scriptures podcast with Martinez Man, yeah, about to end it. Man, yeah, about to bend it. Man, yeah, man, yeah, got me spinning. Man, yeah, got me spinning. Oh, let it go, let it go. Man, yeah, I'm addicted. First time went by and by, and you later, boy, still flicking. Orlando Magic got me shacked up. Quarter gallon got me backed up. Trap music got me masked up. And on the gas, boy, still hitting. And this women be attractive. 40 million be attractive. Apostle Paul got me seeing clear when the water near the boy still dipping. Ay. It's my opening, release that dopamine Let down that rope for me, the Christ that hope for me Came and spoke to me, yeah you're showing me All I'ma need 
it, so I grab it. It's right in my way as a path. Right at the bar, so I glass it. It's a classic attack like it landed. All of the time, gotta have it. It's right in my way as a path. Right at the bar, so I glass it. It's a classic attack, I'm in acid. Right in my way, gotta pass it. It's right in my way as a path. Right at the bar, so I glass it. It's a classic attack like it landed. All of the time, gotta have it. It's right in my way as I pass. And right for the also to cast it on the shoulders of my lord. Oh, it's just a lack of my passion. All of these years I've been asking for the fire Elijah brought Adam. 400 prophets in casket. All of my bread in the basket. All of my family acting. All of my enemies reacting. All of my faith work in action. And right now I'm laying this backwards. How much money does it take to fix these breaks? These rays stakes over canyons and the earthquake. His first words done turn into his first date. This next check gon' feel me like my first plate. My first love been known deck and it can't wait. Gotta let it go, I been holding baby, my curse straight. And I'm an addict to the vision. Clean living, I've been missing. Pulled left from the mission. Man, yeah, about to end it. Big knife out the kitchen. Man, yeah, about to end it. Man, yeah, about to bend it. Man, yeah, man, yeah, got me spinning. Man, yeah, got me spinning. Oh, let it go, let it go. Man, yeah, I'm addicted. First time went by and by. And you later, boy, still flicking. Orlando Magic got me shacked up. Quarter gallon got me backed up. Trap music got me masked up. And on the gas, boy, still hitting. And these women be attractive. 40 million be erective. Apostle Paul got me seeing clear when the water near the boy still dipping. So I grab it, it's right in my way as a pass. Right at the bar, so I glass it. It's a classic attack like it landed. All of the time, gotta have it. It's right in my way as a pass. Right at the bar, so I glass it. It's a classic attack, I'm in acid. Right in my way, gotta pass it. It's right in my way as a pass. Right at the bar, so I glass it. It's a classic attack like it landed. All of the time, gotta have it. It's right in my way as a pass. And right for the officer to cast it on the shoulders of my lord. This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. That's for all of us. That is for all of us. I know a pastor, he was trying to rush and do something. And he said... The Spirit of God spoke to him and said, slow down. Just slow down. And he just kept ignoring it and doing it. And something happened. We ended up like breaking his finger or something like that. Something just happened because he was just moving too fast. And he said, and God was, he said, and I felt an inside of me. God speaking to me and telling me to slow down, you know, and man, it's just so unfortunate that all of us, we just have to make sure it was just a bad case of judgment. You know, if you look at your own life and I look at my life and things that have happened, things that I went through that I don't believe God ever intended me to go through. Now, of course, through any situation, we can always learn through, you know, adversity. We can learn through trials as we go through them. I don't believe God intentionally set things up 
bad for you to learn through them so you can grow. I believe God can take a bad situation and cause us to grow from it. You see what I'm saying? A lot of us have been through a lot of things in life. But a lot of us have been through things in life because of our bad decision making. You know what I'm saying? So if it's a man that has eight children and he's only taking care of two, and then he's working and then child support's taking all of his money, whereby his income, he only bringing home $150 a week. But because of his decision to have all these children by multiple women, and then he's deciding to not take care of them, but if he feeling like, well, I got eight kids, I can't take care of all eight, so I'll just take care of these two. Well, brother, that was your decision. You see what I'm saying? It's not God punishing you. It's not, Lord, how am I gonna eat because I got fam? That was your decision. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of us, we make bad decisions. Some decisions can cost us our lives. Some decisions can cost us to be placed in situations that we never thought we could be in. If we believe that God wills everything, good or bad, that happens to us. It gives us some temporary relief from confusion and condemnation. But in the long term, it slanders God, hinders our trust in God, and leads to passiveness. And that's what happens. I believe that if everything that happens in our lives, if we feel like God, this is God's will, no matter what, which if you just think, you know that everything that happens in our lives and our life is not God's will, because if that was the case, there will be no need for us to pray. You know, God wouldn't have put in his word, you know, whatsoever you ask in my name, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? If there was a person who was sick, or if there was a person that had a situation going on, there would be no need for us to pray for that person. Because it would be God's will anyway. God's will is going to stand either way. You see what I'm saying? I don't believe that's the case. Now, the Bible says that it is his will. It says it is not God's will that any should perish, but that all come to repentance. Now, it is God's will that all of us come to know him question will all of us come to know him no when i say us i'm not talking about those who have made a decision for christ but just the world though everybody in the world is not going to accept jesus everyone in the world is not going to be saved that's just all that's just a fact but the bible says that is not his will that any should perish his will is that everybody comes to repentance and although that that is his desire and will, we know that that's not going to happen because people have free will to choose. That's why the Bible says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. He didn't say I'm going to make you choose. He's telling you to choose. We are free moral agents, right? And if we start to think like that, well, God is going to will anything. So I don't believe that the Kobe Bryant accident was an act of God. I don't believe that was the will of God for his life. I just believe it was really unfortunate and it was just a bad decision that cost them all their lives. Let's think of the children that were on there. You think God's will was to kill children? Like, no, 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 no. And you may ask, well, how come God didn't stop it? My response to that is always, me and you wasn't there. And I do know God always warns us before destruction happens. And I just wish that that day they would have took their time. That I know they were going to the Mamba Academy. Hey, them kids, man, call them. Hey, it's foggy. We're going to be late. And I just want you to 
evaluate your life and just understand that, man, we don't have to be in a rush. We just simply don't. You know, um, take your time and listen to your spirit. All of us. All of us, I think, have a bad habit of texting and driving. Now, we're making a decision to do that. That's not God. We're making a decision to text and drive. Oh, let me go ahead and send this real quick. On the highway. Sometimes when it's raining <laughs> and the weather's bad. Bad decision. Now, through the grace of God, we all made it home safe. But that's not a smart decision. But we all do it. Myself included. And these are things we need to reevaluate and not do. The truth is, is that bad things happen for multiple reasons. And only the Holy Spirit can reveal the source of trouble in any particular situation. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal the source of trouble in any particular situation. Trouble can be caused by bad choices, as we were just talking about. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I'm not going to read it, but I want you to take note of it. Bad things can happen also because the sinful nature of men. James chapter 4, verses 1 through 10. The devil and demonic forces. And the forces of nature that have been corrupted because sin entered the earth. James 4, 1 through 10 tells us violence, wars, and fightings come from the hearts of men. The wicked deeds of the flesh are described in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 21. Satan draws upon and gains entrance through these sins lodged in men's hearts. And many have been used as instruments of violence wrath and destruction many people choose to reject the counsel of God and the results of those actions could possibly bring about death it's probably one of the most realest episodes I think I've ever did but I just feel like it's it's important these are things that we need to know they're just a multiple just look at the earth the earth we know is under a curse right because of what happened in the garden the earth is cursed Right. You know, I look at our news locally. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri and wherever you from. Let's listen to this. If you look at your local news, it's going to show you all the violence and the killings and all these different things that's going on. And I try to figure out, you know, of course, we're just like, my Lord. But these are things that are lodged in the hearts of men. Now, God wants us to be a witness to them. That's why it's our responsibility to preach the gospel. He didn't say that, hey, guys, I'm going to preach the gospel and you come with me. Jesus says, no, you go and preach the gospel and I'm going to go with you and I'm going to confirm my word with signs following. You lay hands on the sick. You do this. You do that. I'm going to go with you. So, man, all of us, as I stated, let's be careful of the decisions that we make. Now, the grace of God is going to be there. So whatever decision you're not going to make everything perfect everything's not going to be perfect but that's when you need to lean and trust on god 
That's why I said, if we believe that God wills everything, it's going to hinder your trust in God because you're going to feel like, okay, well, this is God's will anyway. And it's not. I've seen things turn around in my own life, which should have went the opposite way. But I trusted God out of that situation. And it was because of a bad decision that I made. And I called on the Lord and asked for his mercy to help me in this time of need. It says in the Hebrews, it says that let's read it and then we'll be done. Hebrews 4:16. It says, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. So his grace and his mercy is there when we need it most. So if he willed everything, then what's the point of coming boldly before his throne so that we can obtain mercy and grace in the time of need? So that God wills everything statement came from man. It didn't come from the Bible. And we all just need to watch our decisions. Don't be in a rush and listen to the Holy Ghost. God never intended for us to be in a rush. And again, my heart and my prayer goes out to Vanessa Bryan and her children and Kobe's parents and all the victims and their families in there. Because this, this I mean, it, it never, this never should have happened. Never should have happened. And um, yeah, my prayers and condolences to anybody that's listening to this that you may have lost a loved one. My prayers go out to you. And let us all continue to trust in God and lean on him and believe in him. If this podcast has been a blessing to you. Please share this with your family and your friends. I know we went a little deep today, y'all, <laughs> but I just really felt the need in my heart to really address this. Um, you can send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media at mbills314. Remember these words from the book of Romans chapter 3 verse 4. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time. I'm out.